Hello and welcome back to... Whoa, 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 whoa. Are we not going to mention last week what you two did while I was away? Wow, uh, someone's in a great mood this evening. You could say the PWP is under siege this week. <laughs> I'm not happy. 45 minutes in and the intro. Well, I'm away, you use the rock. Why would you do this to me? Why? Well, I was on my happened? deathbed. Well, not deathbed, but I was throwing up a lot. Well, when the mat's away, the rock will play. The rock will not play <laughs> anymore. <laughs> anymore. To be fair, we've already used the rock's intro now, so we probably can't <laughs> yeah. use that for another episode. Yeah, we can't really do that one. Anyway, as I was saying before I was rudely interrupted, hello and welcome to another episode of the People's Wrestling Podcast. Matt, as you already know, is back. Matt, back. whilst I would like to say it's good to have you here, I'm not appreciating the attitude. Well, I didn't appreciate being <laughs> being sick and then listening to you two go rock, 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 rock. I, also, I think you're fine. We also um, praised Roman Reigns a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't appreciate that either. <laughs> and we also said how we weren't tired of um, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro and Sheamus. <laughs> yeah. And Aiden even mentioned the, even uttered the sentence, I'm glad Matt's not here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, well, let's hope to build some harmony this week, alright? Matt, you're back. Glad to hear that you're feeling a lot better. Um, what was up with you, man? What was wrong? Viral meningitis, was it? Yeah, but I, I'm alright. Yeah, yeah, I survived. You phoned in sick on the Wednesday and then uh, Roman and Bray on the Sunday. Yeah, maybe yeah. I gave it to them. Yeah. On that note then. As you may or may or not already know, uh, it's been a bit of a crazy, hectic week in WWE with some major medical issues going on backstage, especially on Raw, or mainly on Raw, which kind of led to some last-minute changes to the TLC pay-per-view on Sunday, which, for better or for worse, may have made the show more interesting, more entertaining. Um, I certainly think it made it more interesting. Um, Are you telling me you wouldn't have rather seen Sister Abigail versus the Demon? <laughs> Because we'll I get, think I would have. We'll get on, we'll get no, on to that. Um, but what it ultimately led to was the return of Kurt Angle to the ring after 11 years. It's true. To a WWE <laughs> ring, we should say. Uh, he has obviously wrestled many, many times since he left WWE. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll, we'll run down the crazy circumstances that led to that, led to that match happening. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the pay-per-view. We've got Raw and SmackDown this week. So, yeah, it's an action-packed show. So... Let's get started. So, you may have heard of both already, but here to help me run down the TLC pay-per-view from Minneapolis on Sunday, it's Matt Bumby and Aiden Bunker. Howdy. Hi Aiden, how you doing? I'm alright. How, how's things? Everything's fine. No sign of any meningitis for you? Not as of yet, but I'll keep you posted. Please do, please do on the WhatsApp group. And Matt, as we say, glad that you have recovered and you're feeling better. Are oh, you glad I'm back, are you? <laughs> Both glad I'm back, right? It's lovely to have you here. Yeah, right. We'll see. <laughs> Thanks for letting us do this at your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, so TLC, Sunday. Hit me, what do you think? I thought they did well considering the, the hand they were dealt at such short notice. Um probably better than I expected it to be so overall decent pay-per-view Matt? Yeah I thought it was a decent pay-per-view I, there were some really strong matches and then there was meh, some average <laughs> meh. meh average meh yeah I feel, I feel the same um, 
so obviously we should we should probably go into the circumstances around TLC and why uh, Roman Reigns was absent from the main event and why Bray Wyatt wasn't around either or Sister Abigail depending on who you know think was going to be there. Um, so I believe it was on Friday night UK time. Uh, I was in the pub <laughs> when I saw the news that Kurt Angle was to return to the ring for the first time in 11 years to replace Roman Reigns who had been struck down with viral meningitis. Um, in the same sort of tweet or notification it also said that AJ Styles had been drafted in to replace Bray Wyatt who had also been struck down with the illness. Uh, so what did I do? I immediately sent it to the guys <laughs> with a, a what face basically saying what the hell is happening because that is Kurt Angle returning to WWE ring is such a massive massive thing uh, and to find out about it in a little tweet or notification from the app just felt a little bit underwhelming yeah um, but there was no there was no more TV they could do really so there wasn't I don't see any other way in which they could have possibly announced it I know it. and I'm not blaming WWE I think um they did what they had to do and obviously as you say there isn't another opportunity for them to publicize that um what i did think might have been a better idea was to and i know they did this for reasons for to keep the viewership high and stuff but they have gone into the pay-per-view saying that roman reigns can't compete and then have the like steph and dean either say they're gonna do it as a two on five or they're gonna try and find another partner through the rest of the evening until it gets to the point before the main event where they haven't found anyone and then Kurt Angle's like, I'll do it. Or, or, because what happened at the end anyway, why didn't they just go like two on five and then have that end bit happen earlier and then it's sort of just a two on three kind of match? What, would you mean with Braun and, uh, and Kane? Kane, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that, would, that would have probably worked as well. Because uh, that's pretty like... much what they did, considering Kurt Angle got taken out quite quickly. Yeah, um, I feel, I know we'll get into the main. We might as well start with the main event. It's the biggest part of the show. Um, I feel it, you know, that we kind of missed out on a great moment uh, by not having Kurt Angle make an entrance. Yeah, I felt his that. Own entrance. Yeah, I really, that really, really let me down, and I was a bit like, oh. Yeah, I was a little bit little bit um, sort of peeved about that but I think I think it worked in the context of the pay-per-view him being in shield gear yeah I think a lot of people have said that they wanted to see him make his entrance and him being his like singlet and all that stuff but I suppose these days with with his entrance part of his entrance was the fireworks and they don't oh. do that anymore oh yes, of WrestleMania. The, the pyro so um without the fireworks as we saw with Kane's debut is it would probably be a bit underwhelming not debut sorry entrance would be a bit underwhelming well, you didn't say this in the uh, in the group earlier, did you? It was underwhelming. It just didn't didn't necessarily like bother me as much as it seemed to trouble you. It really bothered me because I was waiting for it, and then I was just oh, they don't do pyro anymore. He did just linger around in the ring. Yeah, and the the bang at the start of his entrance is now just part of his song. Yeah, so it's not even fireworks. It's just part of his music which is just a bit yeah it's it's definitely it definitely suffers I think Kane suffers from uh, from that whole lack of pyro so we should know that yeah Kane was in this match which was weird and then Roman was out of the match which was you know strange and then Kurt Angle was in the match which was very weird 
Um, so the whole situation surrounding this match was weird, but I thought they did actually do pretty well, considering the time they would have had to plan, because it's not like you're just taking Roman out and swapping everything he was going to do for Kurt Angle, because that just wasn't going to happen. I'm going to make a statement, and some of you may lose your minds a little bit. <laughs> I actually think this would have been a whole lot better if Roman Reigns had have been in it. <laughs> I'm really genuine. I, actually, I'm not that surprised you say this because you're not actually Kurt Angle's biggest fan at the moment, are you? No, I'm not, not. I'm not liking the whole Raw GM thing. <sighs> just, he's just a few tweaks here and there, and he'll be brilliant. Yeah. It's just the whole you suck thing really bothers me. Which isn't don't... really anything. Is really his. I know that's not. Yeah, but he does drum it up. He does, but you got you got to do something. I mean, you can't just pretend it's not happening. And don't necessarily. Um, script him so heavily yeah that is exactly the reason you can tell when he's trying to remember what to say and stuff and his his kind of face goes a bit blank but when he's like in full on performance mode and he's not necessarily got a script if he can just do like facials or whatever he's that's when he's at uh, on top of his game. Yeah, was, we've covered this before. I think it's just lacks in intensity when he's scripted. Yeah, <clears throat> but he used to be so good on the promo. Uh, very intense. And maybe, quite it's funny. <laughs> maybe it's one of them drugs that have... Maybe, yeah. Um, but anyway, so he made a return to the ring. I was, personally, I loved Kang back in the day, and I was very happy to see him back. Um, I was a little bit concerned that the, the match he was coming back into was a TLC match, including the likes of Braun Strowman. Who <laughs> <laughs> could have killed him. Could genuinely have killed Kang. I mean, Braun is still fairly green. I know he's had... Uh, matches with Roman, where you know dangerous matches with Roman and, and poor dangerous stunts and stuff. But he's still fairly green. Yeah. So at one point, Braun in this match, Braun uh, performed the run and power slam to Kurt Angle through a table, a forty-eight year old man on the, man, out, on did, the outside. But did you watch how he did it? How he Kurt did Angle it was, was hugging him. Really yeah, he really like brought over his arms, so yeah. he went through the table rather than placed Kurt Angle on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, but I mean, there's still obviously. Um, room for that to go wrong and someone, someone like Braun. someone being that heavy or like there's no way he can't not come down in your ribs yeah yeah and I thought maybe it was slightly maybe ironic that um the spots that did go wrong this match were performed by the more experienced yeah one, the fresher ones although I haven't said that Kane has just returned but Dean Ambrose didn't have any luck going through a table did he no. <laughs> The first one Twice. was bad enough. <laughs> so the... when when they tried to do like the double razor's edge through the table, yeah. that was kind of bad enough. And then the way Braun chucked him through the table after that looked fucking painful. And then and then the yeah. one on the stage after, I felt so bad. I just think because Seth when... Rollins didn't go through it proper either. No, I just think but when... he went through it better than Dean. Yeah. When Dean didn't go through the first one, and everyone was chanting "You suck" and everything, yeah. I think it was Braun. Sort of just went, well, I'm just going to absolutely <laughs> level you for it then, mate. I don't, you know if you, I don't know if you could see it. Um, after the table didn't break properly, uh, you could see Dean Ambrose laughing. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah. he's, on, he's on the floor. And I thought, um, like, I, I did wonder if they were going to mention it. And like he's begging like, for more yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he was or he just showed you. <laughs> yeah, but he was about it hilarious that he did go through a table. <laughs> I've gone through that table. That's fucking hilarious. I would be happy as well. Yeah. I'd go through a table. Yeah. Um, so, essentially, this match was a bit... Bitty. It was a bit uh, all over the place, let's put it that way. I, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was it good. Was it was very, fun. Very, um, not necessarily overbooked, but it was quite 
It's convoluted. It was quite Attitude Era esque, where all the main events were like there's just always something kind of over the top. Yeah. There was like the turn between of spots, the teams. Um... There was the garbage truck. There was the murder of Braun Strowman. <laughs> they ever just casually throw that one in there? Um, yeah, Braun Strowman murdered on live. Oh, pay-per-view. For the second time. <laughs> for the second time. Why <laughs> um, Glenn Jacobs running for... <laughs> yeah. Knoxville vote, County vote Mayor. Glenn Jacobs for Knoxville County Mayor. Did anyone else Killing find... his own teammate on TV. <laughs> Did anyone else find the um, garbage man a bit creepy? Yeah, he's <laughs> the way he just stood there. Yeah, he was... He was I'm just going to wait and I'm just going to press his button when he goes yeah. in. Yeah. Let me know when you want to kill this. <laughs> yeah. I'll quite happily just... I was trying to work out what T-shirt he had on. Because he had a wrestling T-shirt on. I can see him. And it, you could only see like half of it. I could only see like a little tiny bit of writing. I couldn't work out what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, really. creepy motherfucker. <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know, he's partly culpable in the murder of Braun Strowman, isn't he? Well, I mean, yeah. he pressed the buttons. <laughs> All they did was throw him in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so what happened really with this match was that things broke down on the Miz's team between Kane and Braun Strowman. Um, I don't know... And we'll get onto this on on Raw, but um, on Raw they did a video package explaining the situation between Braun and Kane um, from the match. Uh, and obviously Kane accidentally uh, what did he, he, he hit Braun with a chair, chair. didn't he? Um, and then later on in the match, Braun was was battling with Seth or Dean or both, and Kane accidentally it was hit, Kane. Uh, no, Kane was about around, to get suplexed yeah. and brought by both Seth and Dean, and Braun, Braun broke saved it up. him. But hit Kane in the process. Yeah. Um, but nobody mentioned that at the time. Yeah. Uh, and so I didn't really, it didn't really register why Kane was then turning on Braun because no one had mentioned it on commentary. Yeah. But in the video package on Raw, they had ad libbed something from yeah. Corey in and to Michael explain the situation. After. Oh, yeah. had they? Because obviously I don't watch the, I didn't watch the bits because I thought. I've watched TLC. I'm yeah. not going to bother watching yeah, this was, bit. It was then very much like you could tell that it had been done afterwards as well because even just the way he said it, Corey Graves was like, "Oh, yet another miscommunication between these two monsters." Yeah, and it's like <laughs> it's it like sounded came from the video game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it sounded different in that like there wasn't the kind of background noise in the crowd. And yeah. just the way it was said just made me thought. I'm pretty sure he didn't actually say that. Yeah, and I, I think they also had Michael Cole say something afterwards. Yeah, as well. I think so. I wasn't quite sure whether I'd made that up or not because I went back and watched it and I was like, they definitely didn't say anything. So it's kind <laughs> of like they missed a trick and they yeah. completely missed... How funny missed... is that though? So like after, the... t- after TLC or at the beginning of Raw, they pulled them to one side <laughs> yeah. and gone, yeah, can you just do some uh, re-editing yeah. please? <laughs> it's like a fundamental part of the match. That was why Kane turned on Yeah, because when Kane started attacking him, oh, in my, my head I was like, I know why, but... No one's why? told me why. <laughs> I know why they've had to redo it because Booker T was probably going, Murderer, <laughs> Gotta love it, man. <laughs> I've got the best podcast in the world. <sighs> Shut up. Booker T. And Booker T, to be fair, um, was all over the place. He was all over the place in the main event. But at times, I kind of felt like he added something to it. That's like he it... was quite, like, it was quite good to hear him be passionate. About something without sounding weird. Like, he's usually he, just weird. He was just basically saying, like, the, the crux of his argument was that Kurt Angle was stupid for getting this match. Yeah, and it, was something, it maybe went a little bit far with the... He got quite, say, like... He was too... He, his he was, ego kind of was too personally big. attacking him. Which yeah. was a bit weird. It's a bit weird for, you know, because there isn't a heel or a face. Be, he's just and to like, be fair, weird. wouldn't... Wouldn't Kurt Angle be his boss on Raw? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, technically, 
as the only raw only commentator on raw actually <laughs> at the moment uh, because he would yeah Kurt Angle would be his boss um so yeah i don't think there's been any repercussions of that though um so yeah uh i thought the match was actually decent the seth and dean and kurt picked up the win uh which we didn't actually anticipate no. Although uh, when I was when I started watching the pay per view, I was like, "There's no way they're going to have Kurt Angle's team lose." <laughs> so I kind of wish I had predicted that. Well, I'd, we should get onto the predictions. Actually, I did we? say to Aiden that it ended a no finish, and when they killed Braun Strowman, <laughs> I was like, "Yes, no finish." Technically, no finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, from predictions wise, um, we sent out on Twitter in the week uh, our predictions just before the pay per view for each match. Uh, we've tallied them up. Aiden, do you want to give give the results? Yeah, so not a great not a great night for our predictions. No, it wasn't very great, hit and really, miss. No. Um, I have. I'll come back to what lesson I've learned after <laughs> this. Um, both um, myself and Matt rather annoyingly had the exact same predictions for every single match, even the um, ending of the <laughs> the TLC match. Um, and Ali got three. And myself and Matt got four, so... Technically, we win. We came joint first and well, we came I mean, third. What I would like to add in there is we did have an impromptu match that wasn't planned. Yeah. And I would have predicted Jason Jordan to I, win. So. I, I was thinking <laughs> in the day, I, feel, I felt yeah, like they so were going to do something with Elias, but I didn't know you were going to do a match. I would, because Jason Jordan isn't going to lose, is he? Well, I would have walked with Elias, to be fair. Well, I know you. So. Well, then I would have won. Matt would have won, so you shouldn't have admitted that. <laughs> uh, but basically, what we've, got, it, so. what we've got now. So Matt, I think you uh, you came on, out on top of SummerSlam, right? I did indeed. Uh, we haven't we didn't do it for No Mercy because I wasn't here. Yeah. Uh, or Hell in the Cell because we just didn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we didn't. Uh, I don't know why, but I don't think I was here for the beginning I, week before that. No, the week after Hell in the Cell was our first week back. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah. And uh, now we have a tie. What are we gonna do about it? If only there was some kind of quiz we could do at the end of the show, well, which we... would settle it. Oh, well, we know how that's going to end up, don't we? But there isn't, because I forgot the cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, so it's a draw. We'll do some kind of Survivor Series team battle thing, but not team, because we're all individuals, and yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Survivor Series is the next pay-per-view. Right, yeah. So basically, whoever wins that one, wins the first little series so I'm okay. going to be in Dubai oh. but you can still make predictions yeah. that's fine they've all got internet you have internet it's Dubai they're Arabs not Ethiopia so what was the one thing you've learnt from your predictions and what was that uh, the one thing I've learnt from my predictions is that I should only try and predict women's wrestling <laughs> because I'm terrible at male wrestling predictions I'm great at actually wrestling do you just watch the women's matches intensely? I maybe I do. Maybe subconsciously I just focus on the women's wrestling matches, especially Mickey James. I love me an old bird. <laughs> I didn't realise she was only thirty eight. <laughs> she isn't even that old. No, that's, that's only like a few years older than me. But... A bit older than me. Not that much older. <laughs> so yeah, the match ended. Chill power bomb. Kurt Angle gets the pin on the Miz. On a tangent now. <laughs> uh, yeah, Love a tangent here. The match was good. I enjoyed it. Um, going through the rest of the card there. So off the top of my head, what do we start with? So at the kickoff show, Sasha and Alicia. Did anybody watch it? No. Aiden? 
I'd be lying if I said yes. <laughs> I always forget that there's a kickoff. I was, I watched I, it. I was I planning on it, it um, but then I didn't. Okay, cool story. I did watch it, and um, you didn't miss much. All you, all we got was this pretty much exactly the same match as we got on Raw, um, which we all correctly predicted this match at least. Yes. Yeah. So Sasha, Sasha wins uh, with a back statement. Um, so yeah, passable match. It was fine, but it wasn't very entertaining. Uh, the pay-per-view itself, um, that started with the debut of Asuka from NXT versus Emma, who I thought looked really good. For who, Emma? Emma, yeah. She looked great in this match. Do you know what? I watched Asuka and I watched her again on Raw. She doesn't move like a woman in the <laughs> ring. Like, the, the women have a, like, I would say they're not, they don't flow very well. Yeah. Even the best of women wrestlers don't flow very well, but she seems to like dance around the ring. Yeah, I think that's part like um, a lot of the kind of Japanese women do train with men. Yeah, so it could partly be that. She definitely does look like she's very, very comfortable with her ring presence, whereas yeah. some of the women do not look very comfortable. Like, um, Emma got shown up a couple of times, especially I think on Raw, the rematch they had with just. Not always necessarily knowing like where to be or how to take something. And sometimes you you could see her like, I don't know whether it's just maybe a lack of chemistry, but she was like waiting to take a move. Yeah. She was standing there like they were like face to face waiting for Asuka to then punch her or something. Yeah. Um. You're right. I think Asuka is on a different level, isn't she? I think we yeah. can see that for sure. She is on a different level to especially to Emma. No disrespect to Emma. Do you know what? Uh, I can't wait to see her fight Charlotte. Well, I mean. We'll get on to Survivor Series later, but there's obviously there is obviously a possibility of them to uh, them to their two paths crossing at the pay per view. So I, um, you correctly predicted this one. I did, yes. You I said guarantee Asuka. you that there was no way that Asuka was losing this match. See, however, I think everyone was assuming Asuka would just roll over Emma, and so I predicted Emma in that they would go for the shock factor thing and they would get her kind of undefeated streak out of the way, Asuka's yeah. undefeated streak. And as soon as I saw Emma started to take control in the match and that get a lot of offence in, I was like, oh, I got this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I predicted something completely different. I predicted Paige came back because, only because... You always go for the drama, don't you, Matt? <laughs> well, there is that. And she's been very active on social media lately. Yeah. Where she went for a spell of not saying anything, not posting anything. And like this last two to three weeks, she's put loads on social media. So I think it's definitely time she's coming back. I don't see her coming back till probably around the turn of the year. Like, she did have, like, major neck surgery. Yeah, but she's... So. Yeah, she I know that was a long time. Ago. She's been cleared for a long time. She hasn't necessarily been... She's only been back in the gym and training and like she was only in the gym a couple months ago and I don't even know if she's I think she's only been at the performance centre like a couple of times so I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see her again for another few months or is yeah. it going to be a Survivor Series I don't know I, cause I, will I'd she come back maybe in Royal? time for Royal Rumble sort of time maybe for Paige um, but you know I, I think heard, it was too soon I've heard grumblings of her being put into the Smackdown roster I was going to say where do we reckon she'll end up because she was on she was, she on, was on Raw, Raw right? she was on like the. I think the last episode she was on was the first episode since the brand split right the, and, um, but they did say after it she was a free agent oh, okay. like they did with John Cena yeah okay yeah I, I mean Smackdown could probably do with her 
Um, but you know, she's she's a welcome addition to either either roster, I think. So enough on the on the women. Asuka picked up the win in that one, by the way. Would he ask a lot? Um, moving on from that, I can't. Can, can I just say sorry? I just remembered something about this match. Um, of all, I know it's one of kind of her signature moves. But of all the shows for Asuka to do an ankle lock in, yeah. like if I wanted to see an ankle lock, the only time I wanted to see that was from Kurt Angle uh, in his on, return match. But the first show, time yeah. I saw it was from Asuka, which was just a little bit yeah, like... Yeah, I thought that was a little bit um, out of place. Disrespectful. For that match. Yeah, like, I know it's one of her signature moves, but can you not just maybe park it for tonight? Let Kurt just yeah, have it. There wasn't any, really any need for her to perform it, was there? So. No. Yeah, I thought it was a bit weird. Uh, well, so what else did we have? So let's say we'll move on to the Cruiserweight Tag Team match, which I actually really enjoyed. I thought it was a really good match. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish it had more build. That would be great. <laughs> more exposure for the Cruiserweights would be nice. Um, but the match itself was good in terms of in-ring action. Would yeah, no, I thought was, the in-ring action is good. The The problem is you don't get, unless you watch 205 Live, I suppose... And none of us do. <laughs> Who and, does? Uh, I don't think anyone does on the network either. No. But I, uh, lie, I have watched a couple since Enzo's been in there, just to see uh, what he says. So you've fallen for it. Yeah. Oh, he's an Enzo. He's an Enzo lover. <laughs> because like they have made it more interesting. Yeah, I would agree. So I have not. I feel not, like not I religiously enough, enough of a fix from Enzo from Raw. It's not necessarily <laughs> Enzo that I'm always there to see. Um, but yeah, it it's worked for me a little bit. So the Cruiserweight tag team match then. So Rich Swan and Cedric Alexander against Jack Gallagher and, and Lee Brian Kendrick. I think we all got this wrong, did we not? Uh, we all said we heels. All said they were going to win. I thought they could have done with the heat, you know? Um, I but... presume they would, because usually when a heel turns like um, like Gallagher has, um, that they usually keep him strong for about a month or so, like they win just everything. Yeah. Um, but yes, I don't think I've seen Jack Gallagher win a match since he turned heel. Uh, oh yeah, we also lost to Cedric Alexander, didn't we? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Not really doing their bit and keeping him strong, I don't think. Um, so who else? Who else did they keep strong on the pay per view? Uh, so we had Elias and Jason Jordan. Then so this came about with Elias oh, doing a what an a, awful. <laughs> a, I, did, uh, I didn't mind him doing the team bit, and I didn't mind the interruption. But really, are we really going to be throwing garbage? It's gar- vegetables. Throwing rubbish at fresh fresh veg from a trolley. <laughs> Where do you get the trolley from? Where do you get the veg? From? Is that fresh your veg biggest from? question from this segment? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Jason Jordan interrupts Elias, who by the way was getting some major heat from. Yeah, the crowd. he really does. Um, um, did anyone notice? Because I know that um, he came out three times in this night. Yeah, did anyone notice that? Time. Not once did he say his little catchphrase. Yeah, he didn't at all. I thought I noticed it, and, and I, I don't think he said it on Raw either. He did. He, did. he said it on Raw. He did because I did. I did worry like, oh, are they taking it away from him because he's getting like a good reaction from the crowd? But yeah. he said it on Raw again, so fair enough. No, I didn't. I didn't notice he said it on Raw, but I did notice that at the time where he didn't say it at all, which I thought was a bit weird. Yeah, I got a bit worried. Um, terrified of him losing his catchphrase. <laughs> uh, so this match came about. Jason Jordan came out through vegetables from a trolley at Liars playing. For what twice? Three times was it? Three times. Three times. Then well, the match. Two, two. The second, the third time he just came out to have a match. Yeah, it? two separate times, and the third time it was like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. So by the third time, it was decided they were having a match all of a sudden, uh, and you know, 
It was alright. The imagine? ending was really sloppy. Could you imagine? <laughs> really sloppy? They, when, Jesus. When these kind of matches are made, they always say like, oh, Kurt Angle's approved this. Yeah. Or Could you imagine him trying to prepare for a TLC <laughs> match and Elias walking like, JJ keeps throwing <laughs> vegetables at me. <laughs> well, he is his dad. Just have a match. <laughs> Moving on. Cruiserweights again. Now, this, this kind of annoyed me. Um, mainly because I got the prediction wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, I went for Callisto to retain a title, and looking back on it, it was a stupid prediction, and it cost me my place at the I'm top seat of the table. This, this is what I said when Callisto came to the 205 Live division, the cruiserweight division, that they put the title on him. Because um, it was Eddie's birthday. Because then also because the whole Neville situation, then like he was just a transitional champ, or either to get it back on Neville if he stayed, or back to Enzo. Yeah, it makes sense now. I mean, well, it doesn't make sense. Why make why make him win the title if you're just going to make him drop it straight yeah, away? Yeah, they do seem to be doing this a lot these days. Getting they did like, it with Akira Tozawa as well. Doing something to like get a reaction from the crowd. Do you know what really, really annoy me about this? Short-term booking. Right, everyone's had everyone in wrestling has a thumb to the eye. Yeah. <laughs> Not anyone has gone to the doctors at the back and had a segment on on. The internet of him, someone going, Oh, yeah, he definitely found you in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it boiled down to. <laughs> yeah, that happened actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you've got a thumb in the eye there, mate. That's what happened. So I'll tell you what's happened here is he's, he's <laughs> thumbed you in the eye, yeah. Yeah, he definitely, well, there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> and to be fair, I don't know if it's any different, but I've been like, poked in the eye from people at school or like <laughs> like playing football as like brilliant. a it's like someone like playing football tell the teachers about that. trading hand or whatever um and it doesn't hurt as much as they make <laughs> out in wrestling it wouldn't knock me down for like two minutes have me rolling around holding my face well even even if it was enough to like temporarily blind you in that eye there's no reason why you, you can't to be pinned <laughs> lift your shoulders off the mat yeah you don't need your eyes to do that ah, i've never understood the front of the eye we could do an entire episode of wrestling logic yeah i know flawed we'll, wrestling and logic. trust me there'll be more flawed wrestling logic later in the show um but you know so Enzo wins, uh, beats Callisto, retain, well, regains, I should say, the cruiserweight title. Well, Callisto in the week before thought he was going to walk out the new cruiserweight <laughs> <Yeah>. champion <laughs> while he had, had the belt wrapped around his waist. So. That's essentially what we're saying about this whole situation is just a massive fuck up, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Enzo's the new cruiserweight type champion, and <laughs> I reckon he will be a good champion and for the division. How random was it? Um, also, Ed- he should pimp his title belt. Enzo comes out and you you know he's getting ready for his whole my name is Enzo Amore but this week is my name is Enzo <laughs> like I was not expecting that <laughs> yeah it was, like, it was almost like a zombie Enzo it was weird it was weird it and then on Raw he had no voice at all which no. was fantastic yeah <laughs> uh, which in itself just gets him more heat I think it was great um, so right moving on from Enzo and Callisto then so we had the uh, what did we have? Match well, of the night? Well, I guess we'll, we'll go with that one, yeah. So, um, AJ Styles stepping in for Bray Wyatt, or Sister Abigail, versus, not Finn Babble, but the Demon Finn. Finn, Finn Babble. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> the Demon Finn, um, who, again, I went for AJ Styles in this one, mainly because I love AJ, and I genuinely thought that he would actually win this match, until I realised that Finn was coming out as a Demon. 
I know he was advertised as a demon, but that was when it was Sister Abigail who. Was yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it, and then I think they tried to do it in commentary by saying, "Well, he's already, he's already tapped yeah, in." He'd already tapped into that. Well, thinking he's of already this, been painted. That's what you mean. Thinking well, of they've already tried the paint. <laughs> have you seen him ever been painted? No. It takes hours. Yeah, yeah. So he flies I'm, someone out. Yeah. Actually. So I'm guessing yeah. he'd already paid for the ticket yeah. for the boat to come out. I was like, "Well, you definitely painted me, mate." Yeah, I um, guess so. Thinking because both me and Matt predicted Finn for the. So, thinking purely from a, like a kayfabe perspective, I mean AJ Styles have been travelling like sixteen hours in the lead up to this, just come from South America or whatever. So, well, they didn't bang on about you, that in commentary, did they? Uh, <laughs> how would you expect him to beat a world travelled athlete like Finn Balor on such a tight schedule like that? Well, I didn't know they were going to be in Chile <laughs> when I made my prediction. All right, um, need to pay more attention. Do your revision. What I did feel about this match is that I think that. Raw should be built around Finn Balor and SmackDown should be built around AJ Styles. Well, SmackDown is the uh, house is... that AJ Styles built. That's true. That is true. But this match, it was it was genuinely um, for me, uh, might be a bit controversial, a letdown. I thought it was a letdown. Really? And that's only because I know what these two guys are capable of. Not together. I've never seen them wrestle together, and they made a big point of that. Um, but. In the matches we've seen both of these guys have, especially AJ, I felt maybe a little bit disappointed. And that's not to say the match wasn't really great, because it really was. Uh, it was the best match of the night by far. I just thought, you know, it could have been better. Maybe my expectations were a little bit too high, and that's why I feel a bit disappointed by it. I but think... it was still by far the best match of the night. I did have a little worry about this match, in that their movesets and their styles are so similar. Yeah. That I don't know whether that would help or hinder the match um but i think it actually kind of helped because well, it was like two guys going toe to toe and it also made them do something different yeah we saw a lot of different stuff from both of them which yeah was quite cool um and i thought both of them genuinely came out of it looking stronger than when they went in even i felt it could have done with a i i felt it could have done with about five to ten more minutes i think five more minutes yeah could have done because I, I was kind of expecting it to go long because they had a lot of time to fill yeah so, uh, and it did it was uh, was it the longest match I think the main event was the longest match wasn't it yeah. but it went almost 20 minutes I think um, which could maybe maybe could have gone another 5 I if, when you're there. watching it it never if it's a good match and it's a good wrestling match it never seems that long yeah, yeah. Um, other than maybe the calf crusher did AJ Styles didn't hit any finishes he didn't did hit his finisher and no. the only one that Balor hit was the one at the end where he proper he proper landed on him and then stood on him for about a second yeah. after or was it, I thought that it was AJ that took it well it could be he certainly didn't take it was a complaint. he didn't take it in his chest well. he, t- he didn't take it on the chest he took it on his abs yeah, um, so you know the one that Finn does from a standing, standing position? Yeah. He landed on AJ's face when he did that. Yeah, and you can see AJ was like, I don't yeah. know if he was just selling or if he was actually hurt. That would generally would have really hurt. But yeah, it was a really good match. And I'm not I'm not saying it was a disappointing match. I was just saying my expectations were so high that maybe I was slightly let down. But, you know. Um, what else did we have? So we had the women's title on the line, didn't we? Alexa versus Mickie James. And there isn't much to say. This wasn't a good match, I don't think. No. Um, well, was... I... I thought it was um, maybe because your expectations of the last match were so high, my expectations in this match might have been quite low. But I thought it was 
better than I thought it was going to be. I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't think yeah. they had any chemistry I feel in like the ring. The crowd has been more on side with Mickey James than I expected them to yeah, do with this too, um, yeah. program. I think the build up to it wasn't fantastic. It wasn't. Fantastic. Well, Mickey James has done really well um, yeah. with this, and Alex hasn't done anything wrong. Don't get me wrong. Is um, it? Is it just me um, that thinks that? That loves uh, Alexa Bliss. Alexa, just. I don't know if you can necessarily blame it on her. I think she gets given quite a lot of bad content. Is it, it ends up that some of her segments and stuff are quite bad. Not via her performance or anything, but the content. Like the yeah. whole Bailey, this is your life thing. Yeah, and just, just the idea of her calling horrible. a 38-year-old woman like an old woman, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't generally I think they think give she's... her quite bad content. Yeah. I also, <laughs> the main part of this story has been the, uh, the term biscuit butt. Which we still don't know what it means. Um, but apparently nobody knows, nobody what, it knows what, it, what it means. Uh, she must have just literally <laughs> made it up on the spot. Did you um, did you like Alexa saying that she likes her butt? Yep, she said she's got a cute butt. <laughs> and there was a guy in the crowd, she went, I like my butt. And the guy just in the background was like, yes! <laughs> was that I think mean, that was you from, from your room, wasn't it? <laughs> you could hear it live. Uh, <laughs> um, and I they're desperately trying to get it over as well, I think, because it happened. She said it once, and then the crowd chanted it, and it was a little bit of fun. And now for like two more weeks, well, a Raw and the uh, the uh, the pay per view, they've been trying to get the crowd to chant it, and they're just not having it because it's a ridiculous chant, and is no one me? knows what it means. This might be me being a little bit sexist, and I apologise if it is. Didn't like her in a t-shirt. Alexa. Yeah. She sometimes wrestles in a t-shirt, though, doesn't she? Yeah, she does it on on, on house shows all the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. A little bit odd, because you think, like, you paid for this gear, you're wearing this gear, wearing a shirt over the top of it. Maybe she's just trying to sell the shirt, sell the merch. Was it one of hers, or was it a Connor Cure one? Or I don't know. No, it was a, a, a Little Bliss one. Little Bliss, yeah. Oh, was it? No. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Alexa retains uh, with the DDT, and what did I tell you the other week about finishes in women's matches involving the turnbuckle? You said it didn't happen. What? <laughs> <laughs> You said that this is the main thing that ever happens in a women's match? It happens all the time, and it happened again. And would that ever happen in a men's match? Well, not unless it was exposed. Exactly. <laughs> but they don't do that anymore. But maybe women have delicate heads. Well, maybe they do. But They're delicate little flowers. Does that mean they have to do the same finish for every match? I mean, if it, it just gets on my tits a little bit. Uh, but that's what happened. Mickey, Mickey collided with the, the turnbuckle. Not the ring post, the turnbuckle. And was suitably dazed enough to allow Alexa to hit with a DDT and pin her. Um, which is fine. Alexa retains, which is the right decision, don't you think? Yep, we all predicted this one. And Mickey gave a rather strange promo at the end, where it seemed like she might be going away for a little while. Oh, I thought um, she was going to retire. Yeah, she gave quite an emotional pay-per-view where she thanked the crowd and said she's... Uh, she gave an emotional pay-per-view. <laughs> an emotional <laughs> promo, sorry, uh, where she thanked the crowd. Um, and you know, but she did say it wouldn't be the last time if she challenged for the title or be or be the the women's champion. So, yeah, we're, we're. Uh, we see in the raw that she's not gone away anywhere. So, it was a bit weird. And I don't know if they were just trying to fill more time. Probably, um, they could have just made this pay per view two hours, really, couldn't they? That's not how they work. No. So what else? Anything else? What have we missed? I thought we it, missed something. We have missed. We have missed it, have we? Nothing at all. Nothing. Covered. Right. So that was TLC. Overall, I thought a solid three and a half out of five. Have we gone back to this <laughs> system? Have we gone back to... <laughs> what has gone on since I've been away? <laughs> um, oh. No. 
so yeah, we haven't decided on our ratings system at the Seven moment. Out Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Matt, how many? Six out of ten. Six out of ten. I'm gonna go smack bang the middle. Six and a half out of ten. Oh, well done. Yeah, I think I think that's where I'll go. Right. So that leads us nicely on to Monday, Monday Night, Night Raw. Raw. Right, an eventful Monday Night Raw, we should say. Mainly the last 10 minutes anyway, but an interesting Raw. Now, it kicked off... Uh, how did it kick off? It kicked with off Kurt Angle. With Kurt Angle, which, you know, isn't a surprise given what happened the night before. Um, basically, with him uh, just taking in the applause and then beginning to sort of run down the Survivor Series card, which was met with... A very mixed reaction. Well, I was a bit, I was a bit the same because I heard on um, on TLC they said, "Oh, it's going to be Raw versus SmackDown." I was a bit like, "Oh, is it?" Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> really looking forward to it. I'm um, very much hoping that not all of the matches stay the same as what I, was announced. I, the one match I have a problem with is the Miz, Miz Baron, Baron Corbin, two mm. of the biggest heels on each side. Yes. I don't think that that match should take place. <laughs> One of those and has to lose the title. Alexa and Bliss, if I'm honest, Natalia. it shouldn't be the Miz. No, it shouldn't be the Miz. Alexa Bliss, Natalia, heel versus heel. Well, I don't mind that. I like one, that. They're both really bitchy, aren't they? And they can. They I don't can... like. I don't dislike you know it as much, but I still. I, you can do face versus face, but gain proper crowd interest. Can you really do heel versus heel? It's like especially with, like no disrespect to Alexa and Natalia, but they're not like the biggest heels on the brand or anything like that. Talking of continuity as well, what really annoyed me was, so Jinder Mahal challenged... Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal <laughs> <laughs> uh, challenged... That's an angleism, by the way. <laughs> and they said this week they would respond. Yeah. They might have said no. Yeah, that <laughs> match was already made, yeah. Kang was like, no, that's, that's, that's been made, sorry, mate. Imagine if then Paul Haven and Brock Lesnar come out like, well, actually... Yeah, Brock... we, don't, we don't want to fight. Brock's going hunting that <laughs> day. So... Oh, now we're not booked in for that one. <laughs> so, yeah, that that annoyed me a little bit. Yeah, it was a little bit annoying. Um, maybe just text Kurt Angle was like, yeah, except during the week. And then he was like, I'll turn up and just do a promo. Stand around and get yeah. scary. Dance around more like. But yeah, so that, that was a little bit annoying. What what really came from this promo? Anything special? Was uh, that he Miz, got interrupted by the Miz. Miz, got interrupted by the Miz, Miz and, Bar and, 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 and Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel, yeah. Who, Surrounded uh, the ring like... Yeah, had no part to play in a match, which was no disqualification, by the way, which I thought was a bit weird. Has he been hung, drawn and quartered by the <laughs> Shield slash maybe Kane the week before? <laughs> slash maybe Kane, yeah. Um, so Kurt was interrupted by The Miz in the bar uh, and Curtis Axel um, and it looked like they were on their way down to attack Kurt Angle but they were stopped by the shield or at least Seth and Dean anyway no Roman, much to your delight I'm assuming Matt uh, well <laughs> uh, that basically results in Angle announcing a six man tag team match to take place with the Seth and Dean teaming with the returning AJ Styles, returning from the... Who hasn't gone home. <laughs> who stayed, obviously, on Raw for another night. A favour, they said, called in from SmackDown. More on that later. This, <laughs> I did like this, by the way, that 
um, got a great reaction though. Kurt Angle's saying like, oh yeah, because all the build up to Survivor Series, like Raw is the dominant brand or whatever. Oh, here's AJ Styles, by the way, coming and get the win on some of our guys. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I didn't actually make that connection, but you're right, it does seem a little bit weird. Flies in the face of everything he was basically saying. Well, we couldn't um, get anyone good enough, so we had to have AJ Styles. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this was actually, I didn't actually expect AJ Styles to remain for another night. I no. thought it was a good surprise, and the crowd loved it. Uh, they were right on the side of it. Um, and the match actually was really fun. I thought it was a really good match. I loved this match. I thought this was, you know, a contender for match of the... Uh, not say weekend, but the Sunday and Monday. <laughs> I thought you were going to say year then. I was going to say, what, what were you watching? <laughs> I was really excited to see AJ Styles. Um, but you love AJ Styles, didn't you? AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Cesaro, all in the same match. Yeah. And Dean Ambrose and the Miz again, but not facing each other. <laughs> um, I do love AJ Styles, Matt. He, AJ Styles, to me, is the new Bret Hart for me. He's like, Ooh. you know when I was a kid and I loved Bret so much? I'm getting there with AJ. Oh, maybe we got the same initials. I just think that's it. <laughs> anyway, it was a really good way to kick off Raw. Basically, that's what I'm trying to get to. It is. It was a good match. It was a long match. It was a long it match. It was a long match. It does continue the theme of them making the first segment really like worthy of viewing, and then having stuff later on in the in the, in the show which maybe isn't. Um, but you were rewarded if you stuck around it's for the end. Worthy of viewing. <laughs> that's probably a bad way to word it. Wow. Some some stuff that happens on Raw is not worthy of viewing. <laughs> but are we, not, are we not talking about Kane coming out in the? Does anyone really care about Kane? <laughs> but this is something that I wanted to mention, and for how weird this must have been for the crowd, right? So well, Kane not, comes out after well, the match. You stood there, you mean? Kane comes out after the match, um, and him and the Miz Debarge, as I like to call them, Miz Debarge, <laughs> are um, they beat down? They beat down the faces, and then it goes goes to break. We come back to break, Kane's music's playing, and he's still standing in the ring. So he's been in there a good three or four minutes now. And then, before he starts his promo, there was like another four or five minute on-screen <laughs> promo. So if you're in the crowd, you're just sitting there for about 15 minutes with nothing happening, and Kane just standing in the middle of the ring. I never, because I've never been to a live Raw, so I don't really know what they do with the advert breaks. Uh, I know when matches are on, they just carry on. But they they darken it. So in, in the ring, they would have darkened the ring. Yeah. So well, over over in the UK ones, um, it's not live, so we don't. Yeah. So like you can so tell when they go to advert break point. just by what's going on, but uh, it's probably different for the American shows than it is. Yeah. So on the American one, they darken the ring, hmm. and then they would have that segment would be playing as we're watching. To the audience, to yeah. the live audience. I, I went. So to... he would have legitimately been stood there for about five minutes in the ring. In the yeah. ring, but you wouldn't see him. So Kane was, well, we've established Kane was probably stood in the ring for about six or seven minutes, uh, and then he delivered a promo which was a little bit, you know, passable. It was a bit weird. And that in itself was also quite long. Yeah, it was quite long. Quite uh, whining. Promo. And Aiden, what was the crux of the matter? It was basically just that I, w- I want to be the only monster. It was very... I want to be the only monster on Raw! Very childish. <laughs> yeah, uh, basically saying that Braun is a piece of trash, so that's why they threw him in the dumpster. And... Um, and killed him, basically. You know, because it's, you know, being a piece of trash is worthy of being killed live on TV. And he wants competition. He wants competition, so who provides it? Our truth. <laughs> it wasn't our truth, it was Finn Balor. It should um, have been someone like It should have been our yeah. truth. It should have been our truth, or Goldust, Gold or anyone um, like that. But no, it wasn't. It was Finn Balor who 
was probably cleanly beaten by Kane, which is not where Finn Balor should be right now. He's just beaten AJ Styles, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like night before. I get that they're trying to do this thing that they do where they try and build Kane up as a monster or whatever, but... But they've done that how, like 60 how times. How many times do you have to do I swear to God he hasn't won a match in about four years. <laughs> you, you don't have to build up Kane anymore. You could have got the same result if you put him against Goldust or yeah, whatever. Yeah, or Matt Hardy even. Yeah, Matt Hardy would have got a great reaction. Matt Hardy would have been... He, he did it for Braun the other week. Yeah. Um, and he's not being used, so, you know, use him for that. Why did they have to waste Finn in this segment? And just take away any momentum that he had. Are we, we going to go with a Finn Kane? Demon King versus Demon Kane? Like, they don't call <laughs> Demon Kane anymore, do they? <laughs> That's the way Seth Rollins used <laughs> yeah. to say it. It sounded like Demon Kane. Yeah. Um, I just I thought this was a, a missed opportunity. They could have used someone else and they could have saved Finn and kept him strong. But no, they didn't. Terrible booking decision. I think we'll put that one down to. Yeah. Fuck you, Vince. Uh, afterwards, <laughs> what are we digging out Vince for? Because <laughs> it's his decision. After this, there was a backstage segment with uh, Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon, who appeared out of nowhere from SmackDown. So the SmackDown commissioner on Raw, and they had a nice little back and forth. Uh, which Raw's turned... better SmackDown. Raw's <laughs> SmackDown. Yeah. So this is what I was talking about earlier, where I feel Kurt Angle is better in this kind of scenario, where he it seemed like he wasn't so scripted. He was... Uh, just going back and forth with Shane. It was Shane, just like, yeah. oh my god, Shane, hey, and then having a conversation. But they didn't have to necessarily get over many points. So I feel a scenario like this is, is when he's more more comfortable. Yeah. Just, just a little side note. Is Stephanie McMahon still dead? <laughs> yeah. Well, she went for a table seven months ago, so... <laughs> <laughs> she did show up on SmackDown after she did, yeah, KO when, murdered when Vince. Vince. Vince got a headbutt. Yeah, but she's the commissioner of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I like how... She's just let, she, let Angle do it. Sh- Shane's do a fine job. Shane's like, I must be there every week, and <laughs> Stephanie's like, oh, eh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's if Daniel Bryan was left to his own devices, he'd literally just say anything yeah. <laughs> or wrestle. Yeah. Then, yeah. Then, God forbid he'd ever do that. Judging by Shane's actions later in this episode, when you leave him to do things without Daniel Bryan's input, shit goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag under siege. Under siege. We'll get on to that because it was the biggest part of all. Yeah, but he he said that then in he that promo. He did say it. And at the time, we were under siege, and it just seemed a little bit weird. Well, at the time, it. it didn't make any sense because he just said. Um, hashtag under siege. What he said was in Twitter speak. Hashtag under siege. Just when they were talking about the two kind of going at each other at Survivor Series. Yeah, which I guess. So at the time, it didn't necessarily make any sense. Considering what happened later, I guess it was maybe quite a good little four. Oh, yeah. shadow to what was going to happen it was good I liked it it's just I didn't warn you <laughs> at, at the time it just didn't necessarily make any sense yeah um, so we moved on from that and we had a rematch from TLC which um, I didn't necessarily not want to see I just think maybe you could do a little bit of build up to it at least but we had Asuka versus Emma again why not same result Asuka wins why not like, use Dana Brooks or someone like that Dana Brooks yeah I mean <laughs> Did you see Dana Brooke actually in later in the show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the memes going around? She's seen herself. Anyway, we'll come on to that. Um, so yeah, we had a rematch. Asuka wins. Same, same, pretty much the same match, but about it was five a, minutes shorter. Yeah, it was almost an identical match. It was um, weird. But you know, again, Emma looked alright. She didn't get squashed. I think that's what we're trying to avoid here with Emma. Um, but you know, I, I said she might just go back to being a jobber soon. 
she might she just is, go back to Australia to be fair. Well, yeah. She might as well. Future endeavours five. list. That's what I was going to say. All the five women Survivor Series team. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, or Asuka will be. Yeah. Maybe we don't know. I can't imagine. I don't know if she will. I don't know if she. They'll paint her as the type to um, play well with others. Guess not. Um. So we won't dwell on that. Um. More women. Alexa Bliss with a promo. Uh. Backstage with. Uh, was it Renee? I think it was Renee. I can never remember when it's Renee. It wasn't Renee, was it? It was no, in the ring. It was in the ring. Was, yeah. Um. So she gets interrupted and planted with a DDT by Mickey, which actually looked really good. And did yeah. anyone see, um, as as soon as Alexa kind of rolled over after getting DDT, there was just a big old makeup mark <laughs> on the floor. There was like a giant yeah. mark on the floor. It was really. Did cool. anyone else see that Mickey James couldn't walk down the the ramp? <laughs> In the world's like thinnest but also tallest oh, right, heels. Yeah, heels, yeah. Or six inch pumps as um, which made the made the, the DDT order more impressive. Yeah. Um, took about 10 minutes to get down to the ring and back up again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I quite and liked it. She just, she kind of was just like, um, she didn't say anything. She just interrupted her and DDT'd her. Um, Elias was scheduled to make an uninterrupted uh, performance, but that didn't happen because Jason Jordan interrupted. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Getting happened. a little bit, are we getting a little bit bored of these Elias performances or do we still like them? I want to see him, I want to see him finish the song. <laughs> Because he promised he did us. a couple of weeks ago. They made, Do you know they made what? Whole segment where no one interrupted him, and it was just a bit weird. Because I was like, what? He he got heat really quickly. Yeah. Just he's by, really good at that. To be fair. Just by mentioning his, um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. His comments are great. He's been quite good at that lately. Just little snide comments at the crowd. The thing was, just how Edge and Christian got I, over back in the day. What annoyed me about that though? It didn't necessarily annoy me, but they they had shown the players from the Green Bay Packers earlier that night. So when he then calls out one of their players for being injured or whatever to get heat, why did they not then put the camera on some of the players to yeah, get their reactions? Right. I thought that would that would be the perfect time. Well, the thing was that got real major heat, and then when Enzo said it, nothing, nothing happened. Oh, nothing, yeah. <laughs> uh, or Enzo didn't say it. Drew uh, Drew Gulak. Said it. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. I think well, Drew, Drew Gulak, as I like. Drew Gulak messed up his line though. He be- like he was supposed to call. And um, Kalisto a loser like Aaron Rodgers, but yeah. he basically said that Enzo is a loser. Enzo is a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so match between Jason Jordan and Elias with a rather abrupt ending. Brutal yeah. ending. Um, it was brutal. Wasn't it? Did you see the state of Jason Jordan's arm? Yes. My God, they did a backstage photo from just as he was getting back in gorilla position. His entire, well, I know it's kind of is a natural case for him, but his entire arm was black. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it looked like a pretty big, nasty welt from the guitar shot which Elias delivered. His the second time, are brutal. The second time Elias has uh, hit someone with a guitar s- and seemingly genuinely hurt them. Swings for the fences. Yeah. He murdered almost Finn Balor. Yeah. But um, I think this is definitely where we should put our book of tea. Tell me he didn't just say that. Because, well, that's five grand ruined. In reference to Elias's guitar, right? Well, I'm guessing. I don't know where Booker T shops for his guitars, but I'm not spending five grand on a guitar, especially if I plan to hit someone over the head with it or shoulder. Um, So, yeah, that was our Booker T. Tell me he didn't just say that. Moment of the week. Um, To be fair, we could have picked from about a million. There was a few. Uh, Not so many standout, just actual sentences, just the whole show frame was just a bit all over the place. Again, um, 
Moving on from that then, Alicia Fox beats ba uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks in a triple threat match to determine who's the captain of the women's team for Raw at Survivor Series. Alicia Fox really annoys me. <laughs> I'm not on board with the whole I mean That's at least she's point. got a character which is better than what she had um, she's been doing this character for a few years now anyway we should say but um, at least she's doing something I just don't think she should be winning this match no not by any means she shouldn't even be in the fight the, the team to be honest I think this is probably the best decision why do you mean that I think it would have just been so predictable and easy for them to give it to either Sasha or Bailey. Yeah. Well, I thought they could have gone down the road of if they did give it to Sasha or Bailey, then you get the heat, and which is what's going to come later on anyway. I think is as a bit of a weak start to that kind of story. Is like, oh, you're the captain of the team, and I'm not. I mean, that's a bit weak. But so I think having Alicia, the un like the least expected one winning, and her being so crazy and stuff and now these people these other people have to kind of fall in line to what she's saying I think it's probably the best story they could do leading up to it okay uh, I mean I'm not I'm not going to trash it I just, I just don't think Alicia Fox really belongs in this position I mean she's alright in the ring she has a pretty dodgy character she's finally got a t-shirt she's finally got a t-shirt bless her she has been there a long time crazy has, like a fox she has paid her dues so you know fair play to her I just think there are other people who would maybe benefit from being in this position possibly the um, best bridge yeah I mean out of all the Northern Light suplexes eat your heart out JJ excellent best yeah. since Taz Ooh, that's a Ooh. big statement more than Kurt Angle Kurt didn't really do many bridges well, I guess so yeah it's a blast from the past Taz <laughs> uh, right uh, so the Cruiserweight tag team match there. So what did we have? We had a 10-man tag team match on Raw. <laughs> team Zotrain versus Team Lucha Lucha. <laughs> yeah, Lucha Lucha. Uh, this in itself was a bit of a Survivor Series match. Yeah, it was. I guess maybe that, that's all the Survivor Series time they're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Team Zotrain versus Team Lucha Lucha. Um, How I, weird is it seeing five people do Kalisto's Lucha thing? I know, that's probably more people than have ever done it before. Oh, it, come on, it made me cringe when uh, Charlie did that. Oh, yeah, that was a bit weird. Oh, I do love Charlie, though. <laughs> um, is there any woman you don't like in wrestling? <laughs> um, I'm not massively fond on Bailey. Not sold on Natalia. The one you've met? Tamina. <laughs> yeah, I've met Bailey. And got a hug from. Did you get a hug? Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. Um, Tamina, definitely not. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, did you know that Tamina is um, older than Mickey James? Yeah, she, Tamina's got kids. She had kids before she started wrestling. Well, yeah, so. Or a kid. Yeah, but Mickey James wrestled and had a kid <laughs> came back. Yeah, I did not know Tamina was as old as she is. Yeah, that's a bit, a bit of a surprise. Oh, she shit, she is as well. Well, yeah. That's not a surprise. You would have thought she'd be better, <laughs> given her experience. Anyway. Um, so, the ending of Raw. Well, if we should say, actually, the uh, ending of that match. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're missing Brock Lesnar and oh, Paul Heyman. Oh, that's a good point. Well, before we get we into that... We kind of mentioned it already, but, yeah. Before we get into that, um, I completely forgot to mention that at the start of Raw, where Kurt Angle announced the matches for Survivor Series, I'm so excited oh. for Rollins and Ambrose versus the Usos. Yes, we yeah. did. We did. I believe... I don't know if it was last week where I think where I said I desperately wanted that to happen but couldn't see a scenario in which that was going to happen. We were saying how we wanted to... Um, See maybe well we like the fact that Dean and Seth had chemistry with the bar like the New Day do with the Usos, 
uh, and that they maybe weren't quite they weren't quite on the same level. But I think we did talk about maybe some sort of Survivor Series match where both teams had to be on the same team against each other. Yeah. Oh yeah, we said the bar and, and the shield versus, versus New Day and New Day Usos. Yeah, Usos. But I'm more than happy with Boris and Ambrose versus the Usos. I think yeah, I think it's gonna be a match. I think that will be a. Re- I think that will be match of the night. Yeah, that we don't full, know the full card yet, obviously. But well, no, no, been, it won't be match of the night because I've been down since day one ish for that match. <laughs> Jinder versus Brock will be. Yeah, that'll be a hell of a match. Yeah, really bar- barnstormer. Talking of Brock, go for it, Matt. We'll get onto the promo by Paul Heyman. Yeah. Oh, I'll do this. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do this bit. So, he was saying that he's the king of trash talk, but doesn't need to trash talk people. Uh, he didn't need, he didn't trash talk Goldberg, Samoa Joe, or Braun, but praised them because see, they were worthy opponents to Brock. See, now that's incorrect. <laughs> he spent the whole time with Samoa Joe. Trash Samoa Joe. Although saying he was a le- legitimate threat, also saying he was like the dirty Samoan that no one wanted, all that kind of stuff. Maybe it's true. But it's, that's kind of trash talking. Well. He kept calling him like a Samoan fraud or whatever it was. And yeah. It's kind of. Had Samoan outcast or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but you, called him. you can't knock him for this promo because he's knocking Jinder, Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Um, the make-believe Maharaja. Maharaja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't roll my ass. With the uh, Singh brothers doing his shtick. Yes, uh, which they, they definitely did do on SmackDown. Um, what I did like, and what I did like, yes, I did like this bit. Did you like it? Not a worthy WWE champion, like Bruno Sammartino, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Ric Flair, Triple H, like Shawn this. Michaels, John Cena and Brock Lesnar. No fucking rock. <laughs> well done, Paul Heyman. Well done. Actually, no rock, no, no, no Undertaker, whoa, whoa. and no Stone Cold. Wait, 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 wait. Paul Heyman. That's a round of applause. Technically, the word rock is inside Brock. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and your rock talk. Uh, next week, shall we just dedicate the show to the rock? You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> can on your podcast not on our podcast you cannot alright fair enough we apologise Matt we might have taken a liberty or two fucking liberty <laughs> fucking liberty anyway back to the promo so it was, a decent, it was actually a really good promo I thought and um, Jinder Mahal or Jinder Mahal is going to suplex city hopefully um, I, I am so looking forward to seeing the Singh brothers get absolutely fucking mullered Brock, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. Randy Orton did a good enough job. Imagine what Brock Lesnar can do. I, I fear from the stage to the ring. In I window. fear if they're in the ring, he's literally going to suplex them out of the ring, <laughs> like onto their heads. Just do a Which visually will look yeah. fucking one, brilliant. One end but... of the ring to the ramp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like he chucks chairs and stuff. Yeah. It will literally be the same as well, that. He managed to chuck a car door. <laughs> Years ago, about three quarters of the way across the stage, a, didn't they hit a fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock just doesn't care, does he? <laughs> Could give a shit. Um, so this match is going to happen at Survivor Series, and I fully expect it will be a terrible, terrible match. Some I fully though, expect Brock to lose. I gonna say, so you're one of these people. Some people are saying gender to win interference, so gender to winder. Yep, um, interference, I'm assuming, will be what you're, yeah, I knew he's not gonna win clean, is um, he? But oh my god, could you imagine? <laughs> 
Well, I've seen also a lot of stuff mentioning a special guest referee for this match. Now, this hasn't been announced or anything. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? No. No special guest. So a lot of people, a lot of talk on Twitter has is, is, is gone around saying that now WWE are planning on introducing a special referee for this match. And that special referee will be John, John Cena. John Cena, yeah. I don't... Oh, my fucking God. Are <laughs> you <laughs> not a fan of John Cena? No, I'm perfectly fine with John Cena. I just think, what is the point? I don't understand. I think the point is to build a rivalry with Jinder Mahal going into WrestleMania. For what, John Cena? For John Cena. So now he's back on SmackDown. Well, he's a free agent. He can do what he, he likes. He does what he wants. He's... Why is he not on both shows a week? Because he's a specialist <laughs> he's not on talent. any show at the minute. Yeah, but like, if he's a free agent, he's been a free agent for the last however many months. He's got films and stuff. But he was full-time wrestling on Raw. Why couldn't he then just not pop up on SmackDown and go for both titles? That's what I would do if I was a free agent. Well, do you want to wrestle on Monday and a Tuesday? They wrestle on Mondays and Tuesdays anyway <laughs> on our show. <laughs> All right, jeez, calm down. Um, I think the idea being that John Cena might uh, cost Jinder Mahal the match and then that mm. would build the rivalry. But... but does Brock need someone to cost No, exactly. I don't, I don't right. like it, just, that, it wouldn't make any sense. No, I'm not sure it does and it might not even happen, but I've just seen a lot of stuff that made it seem like that was already a given. Or we could go really out there. I haven't seen that at all. No, you're not. Yeah, I have, I have actually seen it. Yeah, so. I haven't seen rumblings of a special guest referee. Um, everyone's going to say it just before Survivor Series. Just because it's Survivor Series, just because it's everyone sees him on a plane and any, <laughs> any pay per view. Is The Undertaker going to come back? No. Okay. CM Punk? <laughs> Definitely CM Punk is a possibility. He might be back at Survivor Series. CM Punk, by the way, in, no, in December, has an, another UFC fight against someone who used to be on Geordie Shore. <laughs> oh, what, the uh, Aaron guy? Yeah. Really? Oh, Aaron Chambers, yeah. is he? Really? Yeah, he's got a fight in December, like the 16th or something. That's a big oh. money fight for uh, Aaron Chambers, isn't it? Yeah. CM fucking Punk. <laughs> he's going to beat CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> that's our UFC talk for the evening. <laughs> Get on to a real sport. So, what happened at the end of Raw? <laughs> yeah, none Hashtag. Of this, none of this fake stuff. Under yeah. Siege. Hashtag Under Siege, right. A massive, massive storyline seems to be in play now on Raw. With this well, Kurt came out, room. didn't he, to name his five... Five yes. men. Five men. I wasn't that worried about the women. He was like, I'll do them another time. Yeah, we need to announce the men now. But as soon as he said, I, I'm going to announce the five men, and the first one is, and I just knew what he's getting interrupted straight away. He was come out say virtually nothing and then just do a list that's what's going to happen <laughs> yeah, that Jericho stick yes um, Kevin gets interrupted by Shane McMahon he got the money followed, here we go followed promptly by the Smackdown locker room well about through the crowd about probably about three quarters of them and it made me realise how small their roster yeah. really is I mean there were some notable absences from Kevin Owen Sami Zayn a few of the women uh Charlotte, uh, Jinder Mahal, and the Scene Brothers, obviously. But yeah, uh, on the main, it was it was a pretty large uh, collection of them uh, come through the crowd and into the ring, and generally did look like they were going to attack Kurt Angle, uh, but they didn't. He generally looked like he shit himself <laughs> as well. <laughs> I know, like he shit himself, realised he shat himself, and then went, I need to go back quickly. <laughs> I know that um, he was massively outnumbered, but he was also outnumbered last night yeah where he was and they just jump badass suplexing people putting people through tables but this time shane comes out and he was like holy fucking 
Yeah, yeah. To be Ooh, fair, I think five on three is a little bit. I know it's a, it's a bit different. There was about twenty on twenty one. on one. Yes, um, I'd have taken their mods. I'd have gone for it. <laughs> uh, oh. So Kurt Angle rushes to the back, um, but he's followed. Shane says, "Blue team." So go get her. So what? <laughs> was really corny, by the way. What happened? What, what annoyed me about this a little like bit? Power Rangers. Yeah, a little bit was like, if anything happens between two superstars, they're very quick the Raw roster, to come out and split them up. Yeah. <laughs> Hold a smackdown here. <laughs> yeah. We're like, nah. Oh, we'll, nah. We'll, just <laughs> we'll just stay in the showers. <laughs> How randomly some people came out. Yeah. Because what I was wondering, right, was because Kurt Angle was here to announce five people. Yeah, so why were think five? those five people are near the entrance waiting to like make their entrance. And Kurt Angle goes to the back and none of these five people are anywhere to be found. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I liked how they got to Titus first and yeah. it was like worldwide I'll be the chair yeah. <laughs> so right, it's okay yeah we should probably run down what happened here so the the theme was hashtag under siege uh, obviously with Raw and Smackdown competing against each other and Survivor Series in November the idea being Smackdown wanted to uh, get the first shot in um, maybe this was a bit more um say violent but ferocious a bit more intense than we've seen previously with smackdown versus raw storylines yeah it was definitely intense uh and it just seemed very very heelish very heelish. Oh, firstly of shane to instruct them to yeah. do it and then secondly of people like the new day and aj Styles. yeah because it was the new day that sort of led they it. were leading so it this is my problem with this right um like i kind of liked it it was good it was different um something that we haven't necessarily seen before in a long time but um, f- thinking of it from like from a kid's perspective, right? Your yeah. two favorite wrestlers are AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose, who were even tagging together earlier that night. Yeah. And you love the New Day also. And all these guys are beating the shit out of Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Do you and know I'm, I'd be very confused. Do you know what it was a little bit like? I don't know if he gets it. Nakamura was just Nakamura. at the back smiling. Didn't do anything. <laughs> I, I didn't think Nakamura should have been. I don't that. think he should have been. He was literally own... just there going, well, "This is good. <laughs> this is fun. This is how Raw works." Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So the... it, it did make me laugh. So they beat up. Um, they beat up. So Apollo they took and out Titus. They took out Titus and Apollo first. But then, then the camera was... sound guy, <laughs> whoever he was. So they, they chucked him into something, but they did it off screen. And then I think it was like Ty Dillinger and, and Baron Corbin or something were like, hey, look at this TV. We're going to tip it over. <laughs> did you see Chad Gable take out the light, though? Yeah, yes, and that. Chad Gable then takes out Jason well, Jordan. This was, you're very my interesting point. <sighs> so they made their way right, through well, the locker room. Yeah, so Goldust, Rhino, Curtis Axel, and yeah. Curtis... Um, Kurt Hawkins. Uh, Kurt Hawkins. Um, Got their asses handed to him. Yep. By Zack Ryder, we should also add as well. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder, uh, previous there. Um, so they made their way through the locker room and eventually made their way into, I guess what, they had a face and heel locker room, basically, was what they were showing, wasn't it? Where they they uh, they entered the heel locker room and beat up Gallows and Anderson. Elias. And Elias. And someone else. I couldn't yeah, tell I couldn't work out who it was. Who was it? I can't remember. I wasn't paying that much. Homework for next week. Find out who it was. So they made their way into the face lock room and the first person in there to sucker punch, Jason Jordan, who was supposed, by the way, is recovering from a, a very serious <laughs> shoulder welt, um, is Chad Gable, uh, which I thought was really interesting. We know the whole American Alpha stuff. We know the situation with that. And I thought it was a really different side to Chad Gable that we hadn't really seen. 
uh, quite heelish, where he was like, yeah, I'm going to be the first person to punch Jason Jordan in the face. Yeah. Uh, I just thought this whole thing, it was a bit over the top and a bit out of order. It was... But it just like because like there was no build, there was, there was absolutely no, reason, no need for it because we know like so like and I'm kind of jumping ahead again, but then you see um, like the girls fight each other. So oh, like, I just want to make a funny point about why Matt and Finn were in the shower. Together. <laughs> 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 why Finn had his uh, like big long white socks on? No, he socks. wears them under his. Yeah. but Matt was fully dressed, we should say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but why did they come? Showers. Well, Why like couldn't there just like sinks and stuff in there as well? Yeah, just been in the toilets, yeah. you know, and then he had a kerfuffle. <laughs> Finish yeah, early. What's going on out here? <laughs> I've uh, still got pissy hands. Yeah, so things like <laughs> jokes on you. New Day beating up people like Apollo and Titus, like that shouldn't have been them. No. And then something like Becky beating up like Sasha and stuff. Yeah. That and Bailey, like we know that they're all like obviously it's a story and whatever, but they even show on TV when they are together that they're friends in real life, yeah, um, or outside of the ring and such. So I just don't understand why um, certain people were beating up certain. I know it's the whole like brand allegiance thing, but I feel like they didn't always use the right people. Well, what I didn't like about this women's bit was that basically this was a fair fight. So yeah. the women, it was yeah, the women didn't get involved in beating up the men, and the men didn't get involved in beating up the women, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> Progress from the attitude era. <laughs> um, but so it was what? It, Becky... it was four on three, actually. It was Becky, Tamina, um, Sh- uh, Natalia, and Carmella against Alicia, Sasha, and Bailey, who previously had a triple threat, yeah. and they were all just hanging around in the back together. <laughs> Where was James Ellsworth? Just a random. <laughs> that was a running theme through SmackDown as well. <laughs> yeah. um, was um, Nikki James not not around for that? I guess she wasn't. Was she? She was. Um, <laughs> Could you imagine? Wasn't dressed for competition. The whole SmackDown locker room gets into a separate locker room, and then Brock Lesnar's just there. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave you to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so Which would have been so funny. This is, this is the thing. I quite like the fact that there's uh, certain people on the roster who didn't get affected by the, it. The yeah. only person of any real significance who got beaten up was Finn Balor. Was Finn Balor. And you yeah. hardly even noticed because he was kind of behind a wall. Yeah, and, and Seth and Dean. And Seth yeah, but and at D. least they tried to uh, attack. Yeah, yeah. Seth and Dean I really like, like that by Seth Lurkin. Yeah. Uh, Seth and Dean already <laughs> got a match at Survivor Series, so they're not going to be in the five-man team. So no one of no one who you would expect That's in the five-man team. Yeah. But no one who you would expect to be in the five-man team other than potentially Balor yeah. got beaten up in this. Well, I imagine he'll probably face Bray Wyatt as well. <laughs> they they, they want to get that one out They there. have to do the Sister Abigail yeah. thing. They can't just bury that now. Yeah. Like yeah. she was buried when she died. <laughs> there was no way she could be a physical woman. And he's going to come out in the skirt. <sighs> um, so I I don't know about you guys, but I maybe haven't been as positive about it as I should be, but bloody love this <laughs> it's just so different and fresh I felt uh, it was good it was so un- unexpected it was unexpected it doesn't every- happen anymore yeah everyone was like oh my god yeah, it was to see you- that they went too far do you know but it was really cool to see do you know who I really wish was in this the Usos because yeah, they, they would have fit really perfectly in this yeah. like, gang mentality. And they might have done some smack talk and I wouldn't have to hear Mojo Rowley say or Rawley sorry say uh, how's that playboy how you doing now playboy he just said the same thing over and over again oh he's a cunt <laughs> <laughs> and the first c-bomb was not dropped by me how has that not happened wow oh wow uh, the c-bomb has been dropped i just, oh, bloody hate Mojo Rawley. he is just the epitome of everything i hate about america yeah same 
I wouldn't go so far as to call him what you call him. Uh, but, you know. I've thought it, honestly. <laughs> we all have. <laughs> um, but I just really... I didn't... Do you know when Enzo got beat up and people were saying it was uncomfortable to watch? Yeah. There was a little bit of that in this. Because a lot of it was like, okay, you can probably stop now. Like, Yeah. It's a bit like, okay, why are you still beating everybody up? Like, just calm down, guys. Uh, and then I did generally feel like they were actually going to beat up Kurt Angle as well when they went and grabbed him. Yeah, I was a little bit worried for that point. Um, but they didn't. I thought when when they made their exit, so they exited back through the crowd after they brought Kurt Angle back to the ring and Shane had you know, said uh, everything he needed to say. Um, AJ Styles sort of hung around till the back and I thought there might be some sort of interaction between AJ and Kurt because Kurt would be like, I trusted you, you, you were yeah. on our team or whatever. And then... Um, but that didn't seem to occur. He just sort of hung around and then left. The, the thing end. was this, because I know it's all like SmackDown versus Raw, or whatever. But all this made me want to do is just see SmackDown get their asses kicked. Yeah, because it made them come across really heelish. But I think that they shouldn't do that until the week before. I'm surprised they did it so early. I thought, yeah, like maybe, maybe next. Because we still got an entire yeah. month. What before no, weeks? See, Raw shouldn't retaliate until the week before. <sighs> I, I don't know how I feel, and we'll get onto this obviously with SmackDown, but. Um, I I feel like they might miss a little bit of a trick with that. With that, but I'll, I'll come on to that, um, which probably actually leads us quite nicely onto SmackDown. Onto SmackDown Live. Before we get into that, so they bought Cat Angle out, didn't they? Yes. Um, did anyone else feel you know when Shane confronted him and was like, "You bring your medals, you bring your Royal roster or anything?" I thought that Shane was going to challenge Kurt to a match because now that does anybody want to see that? Now they've given away that they were planning to bring Kurt back for a match anyway, they can just kind of, they can do it now. Yeah. I... So I, I thought that potentially from TLC, I, or maybe those two would be like the captains of their men's team or something. Or just on the outside. From what that I saw could on, still happen. From what I saw on TLC, I don't want Kurt Angle to have a singles match. Because he might be know. exposed. I thought, yeah. that, I thought he did perfectly fine. I... No, I just felt he, some of the moves he did. Because I, I saw him in February against Alberto Del Patron at an event in Milton Keynes. Now, if you're going to call anyone a C-bomb, he's the one you should be landing the C-bomb on. Um, and, you, yeah, you have, like, probably one of these, probably the second best match of the night. First being Ricochet and Will Ospreay, because they can just literally do anything they want. Um, yeah, I, I feel like his performances were fine, and I would be, I'd want to see him wrestle again. I'm not, not against it at all. Well, I mean, I'm not not really on board with it. I don't want to see a Shane and Kurt in a match. Um, That's not necessarily the match I would want to see, no. but I'm not worried. I'm not against you seeing against him it. in a one-on-one match. I just think there are, you know, there are five guys on Raw and there are five guys on SmackDown who they can fill these teams with who could benefit from being in the main event of. A I think Shane's ego will you. definitely put him in there. Well, he was there last year, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, and he, he nearly died. <laughs> I just, I just yes, think he did. Who are they, they going to put in the raw side? Well, because um, so you can't. We put, can speculate on this, I guess. So I can't my, put Rollins, Ambrose, Miz. My first choice would probably. Um, so I'm guessing Braun, but I mean he might be feuding with Kane. I feel well, like I would, would be around. Braun, Roman, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe should be back by then. Finn. Yeah. May probably like Kane. You know they want to put Kane in a bat, bit match. Like he's always. In I don't think matches. Braun and Kane will be. On the same team. I don't. I don't even. I don't think. I don't be in this match. I don't think Braun will be around, at least in the build-up to Survivor Series. I think he will. Maybe like. Oh, could you imagine they would just tease that? Uh, it'd be Braun versus Kane. 
if they could just tease it and go and our fifth member Braun! <laughs> that would be good but it would only work if Kane was on the opposite team yeah. or Miz or uh, someone like that but I don't know oh yeah, that's a good point actually I imagine Cesaro and Sheamus might be on the team yeah oh yeah of course yeah so that brings us nicely on to Smackdown Live this week Uh, Smackdown was from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, and given the end of Raw, we kind of thought there might be a bit of backlash coming their way, but it didn't actually materialise in the end. Yeah, I didn't mind that. No? No, I thought it would have been too predictable. Um, so maybe give Raw like a week to plan their attack. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of concur with that, I think. Um, I don't mind not seeing the retaliation. Um, I just thought that WWE would uh, maybe go that way. Maybe We've got like, what, is it like we four got, weeks to the Survivor Series? We've got a while. Two shows a week, so we can't see it every show every week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not too bothered by this. But, so the show started with much in the same way as Raw did, with, the, uh, well, with Shane McMahon uh, in the ring, uh, well, coming to the ring. Um, he always gets a great reception, Shane. Everybody loves him, don't they? Yeah, since come back, he's like well over with the crowd. Yeah, I don't, there's no one missing, but <laughs> I don't know. They kind of must respect him. Um, no, I'm not saying that. But uh, the show kicked off with Shane in the ring, basically trying to just explain that they were SmackDown were trying to get the kind of take the first shot in the in the war the in war. that Survivor Series. Uh, placing Raw under siege, which you know really went on on social media. They did a really big sort of, um, they made a really big effort to get that sort of over on on, on Twitter. But uh, they posted videos of the wrestlers and stuff after the event, which was quite cool. It was a little bit different. Not really seen that before. Um, but yeah, basically just saying that uh, they were trying to get the upper hand, strike early. That's one thing he's always he's learnt at a very early age. Uh, but he was interrupted by Sami Zayn. Now Matt. We spoke about Sami Zayn, and you're quite keen on Sami at this moment. I'm loving Sami Zayn's new. I don't, how do you? How do attitude. You, not attitude, just his exaggerated mannerisms. Yeah, being a being a real prick. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, the dancing in the face of Shaman Man. Him, him, him coming out before as a babyface doing the whole dancing stuff was fine. Um, and I'm glad they haven't changed his music or his entrance because now he comes out and he looks way more kind of happy and happy to do it. He comes out and you're like, oh, he's such a prick. Yeah, yeah. Because he's still happy and dancing and he's got that happy music, but he's just, he's being a dick now. It's great. Yeah, I quite I'm quite enjoying Sammy as a as a heel as much as we had our fears and uh, that it might impact him in a negative way. I think he's actually really doing quite well so far. But it's very young into the hills or hill ten, so. Uh, we'll see, but good signs, positive early signs anyway. Yep. Um, so SmackDown continued then. So, uh, oh, sorry, uh, essentially what came from that was that um, Shane made a match. Sammy basically said that him and Kevin Owens had decided to represent SmackDown for the greater good or whatever um, at Survivor Series. You need Shane's me and Kevin at Survivor Series is what he said. That's true. Uh, Shane said he doesn't, doesn't need them and he doesn't want them. Um, 
But then he went on to make a match which gave Sammy the chance to be a yeah. which didn't really make much sense. It's the land of opportunity, so. yeah. which they do say a lot, don't they? Um, so yeah, he made the match. So it Sammy, was Sammy and Randy to face Randy Orton in the main event. The winner goes on to be included in the Survivor Series team for SmackDown. So that match was made. Um, after that, it was uh, a new day. It was a new day against um, Chelton. Benjamin and Gable with the Usos Chilling. on commentary I should add who I quite enjoyed um, but it did sometimes go a bit weird though um, but the match itself was alright I don't know I felt the end was a bit yeah the end was a bit of a letdown a kick to the, the back ma- match was decent enough uh, are we seeing maybe a heel side to Gable and Benjamin at the moment yeah we did kind of allude and we've obviously seen Chad Gable on Monday on, on Raw um, without Shelton without Shelton taking Madison into her hand but they're really, Jason Jordan, uh, they're really going to go heel to heel I don't know because they're Usos, the number one contenders aren't they the Usos aren't really acting heelish anymore it's all a bit confused I think if the if Chad like I'm all for Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin Shelton Benjamin Gable um, <laughs> but if they if they win the titles off the new off the Usos before Survivor Series, and then I don't get Usos versus Rollins and Ambrose, I'll be very annoyed. I'll instantly <laughs> turn on them. <laughs> you know what they want, because then they'll be heels. You never know. Um, hopefully not. We really want to see that match. Um, it led us to the SmackDown women backstage with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, and uh, as always... <laughs> Bryan just wop- rocked up in the women's locker room. <laughs> the women get added, and what, get forced into a multi-woman I did, match? I did like when... <laughs> well, all of you here are going to be in it. Lana was like, well, there's six of us. Yeah, not oh, not me. you. <laughs> <laughs> not you, Lana. Well, yeah, I thought that was quite funny. Um, so the women get forced into a multi-woman match, as always, on SmackDown, um, which was fairly, you know, um, non-eventful. And predictable. Predictable. And I didn't predict the winner. Predictable in that that was what they were going to do with them. As yeah, soon as yeah. I saw all of them on the same screen, I knew we were going to get a multi-woman match. Ooh, yeah. Fatal Five-Way! Yeah, Woohoo! Exactly. How many... I, I'm pretty sure in the last... Since the brand split, we've seen more Fatal Five-Ways, especially with the women, than we have in the entire yeah, history, 60 so years leading up to it. Yeah, same. I agree. That's, it does seem to be a lot of them. They used to stop at four, didn't they? Fatal <laughs> Four-Way used to be there. And they had the occasional six-pack challenge. Yeah. And, but they used to have... Do you remember that match that, that, that they would have where it would like last a certain amount of time and if whoever got the last pinfall... Came out scramble, chat the scramble. That was it. Yeah, that was five people. They were always terrible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it might be woman match, and Becky Lynch comes out the winner, which means she goes on to captain the Survivor Series team for the women. I really don't know Lee. what captain. Yeah, I mean, it used to be a thing in the olden days when back when we were young, where they had a captain, and then the rest of the team was kind of made up of jobbers. Yeah. <laughs> um, or like dwarfs, if you're sure, Michaels. Um, but. That was, yeah, it doesn't really mean anything anymore, does it? No. No, like, nothing extra comes with being yeah, captain. captain. Yeah. You just have to win a match. But yeah, nothing exactly. comes of it. So, so Becca Lynch um, takes the win with the armbar on, um, or the disarmer, sorry, on Carmella, who always, always taps out immediately. She screams. She screams a lot. Um, so, yeah, there was that. I'm really loving her ring attire, isn't it? <laughs> I was thinking in this match, although it's nice to look at, I'd prefer her in her old outfit. It felt more her, like the Jordans and the kind of tracks you bottom kind of thing, like a sports bra. Kind of, I think that was a better look. Mm. This It just doesn't quite look right, I don't think. It looks quite nice. Though. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I watched that. I think it's <laughs> not nice. Um, Ellsworth was um, was he anywhere to be seen during this match? Or was he yeah, he was at ringside because he had been found. He'd been freed or found by Comella during the um, fashion dogs. I think they called it right, which is a play of Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, I really didn't like it this okay, week. I've it got, I'm, I'm, two weeks in a row. Wasn't very good. Yeah, I'm. Oh, have I had enough uh, of it? Oh. Hashtag done with fashion style. Oh, I don't want to say it because it was really good. Maybe it's because the Ascension are in it now. I don't know. I think they've kind of just run their course with it. I think they've lost a bit of their material. Yeah. I don't know. They've got anything else it's to do It's hard to do it every week. Yeah. Although they're doing Stranger stranger rubber things. Um, I've never seen Stranger Things, so I won't not, know. You should watch it. It's very good. comes back tomorrow, I think, or maybe the day after. Friday. The second series. Yeah, Friday. How I know that, <laughs> and I've never seen it, I don't know. But make sure you listen to us first. <laughs> so yeah, so Ellsworth was on Fashion Files. He was accused of stealing a briefcase, but obviously he had Carmela's briefcase, and inside he had kept some really dirty white underwear, which is just a weird situation for WWE to be presenting on the TV screen. Why didn't Carmela know that? Yeah. How she, did they get in? She there? should know what's in the briefcase. <laughs> was her contract even in there? I don't know. Um, have we ever seen a uh, Money in a Bank briefcase be opened? I've seen a contract. Yeah, didn't. It basically Seth, just had the logo. We didn't. On it Seth Rollins opened Dean Ambrose's once, and it had green. It was, it was Seth Rollins' own one. Oh yeah. Dean Ambrose bed. Um, tampered with tampered it. Tampered with it. That's the word. Fair enough. And he got gooed. Got gooed. Just <laughs> what you want from a high-level feud in WWE. Got spunked on. He <laughs> no, didn't. That's not what happened. <laughs> It was um, green spunk, but <laughs> anyway, um, it's very late at night. Yeah. Uh, so what else was there? There wasn't really anything more of note on SmackDown, was there? There was. It was a bit uneventful. Oh, yeah. I mean, having a lot. We, we had the introduction of well, we, they no, announced no, a... the <laughs> did another shit promo. Yeah, it was another terrible promo. Um, the, the match that was made was was it Sunil? Is that his name? Sunil Singh. Versus AJ Styles. Sunil, yeah. And then um, that happened for about 10 seconds. <laughs> he tapped out to the calf crusher. Uh, and then um, Jinder went back to speak to, was it Daniel Bryan? It was Daniel Bryan, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was Daniel. Um, DB. And then said that the other thing, who I can't remember the Samir. name of, Samir will be taking on AJ Styles next week to defend Jinder's honour. Some I did like is the way Daniel was like, you made that same joke last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do think Daniel Bryan has given up <laughs> on anything. He's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I still quite like it when he does his little lab lift because he's, again, uh, a lot of what he does on SmackDown is quite, is quite heavily scripted. And you can really tell that, which isn't the best way to, to present Daniel Bryan. I don't think. He, like he desperately misses, and so do I, talking smack. So, yeah, so yeah, 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 we all do. The other day was the one year anniversary of um, of Daniel Bryan dancing and singing about James Hog, uh, James Ellsworth being <laughs> the big hog. <laughs> How do you know that? It came up on my Twitter. <laughs> right, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, we I miss talking smack. One, we get to see more Renee, which now we don't. One thing I wanted to um, point out from SmackDown, and I don't know whether maybe it's too early and they might do this later on, but. Michael Cole is... Or Tom Phillips. Or Tom Phillips. <laughs> as, the, yeah. the did, yeah. as the caption said underneath. Michael Cole is a raw guy. Yep. Um, and I thought, although they weren't there, and 
this could potentially happen in the few, in the next couple they of weeks. They should have beaten Mario's the, the Usos, <laughs> the Usos, when they were on commentary, could have, or maybe at someone just at some point, like maybe Baron Corbin or something, could kind of get in his face and say, because it's basically like now with the stories, like Michael Cole is in enemy territory. He's the only raw person. He's yeah. the only because Corey's on both. Yeah. Um. So it could be like, look, um, we know you're filling in for Tom Phillips, so just cool things down the middle, do your job, whatever. But if we hear any kind of, like, favouritism to someone or whatever, or if you say anything bad about SmackDown, we'll kick your ass. Well, they, they wouldn't have Just, just having maybe someone... They could have, maybe they could have, um, like, got and dragged him into the ring, and like Baron Corbin and Rusev say, like, two big yeah. deals. And just, just someone like... getting in his face or having a little bit of physicality with him, just saying, look, as a warning, you're, you're the guy, you're the raw guy in our area, so you better stick to your lane, otherwise we'll... That's a little bit off the track, way. but did anyone else see the weekend that Rusev teamed up with the Ozan and in looked Uso amazing? Gig, and he, he had that look when he was in, yeah. in, the, in the ambush, wasn't he? So, uh, that might be, might be somewhere they go, I don't know. So Sammy and uh, Randy had their match, obviously, which was, it was actually an alright match, it was okay. Um, again, I didn't really care about the stakes in this, I kind of don't really care about who's in the Survivor Series team. I care about the match, but I don't really care who's yeah. in it so much. Um, I kind of expected Sammy to win, actually. I thought Sammy was um, going to win. But he didn't, which is Especially not a change. So Randy sort of replicated what happened last week where Sammy low-blowed him, repeated, well, returned the favour, and then hit him with an RKO, which um, Michael Costa was definitely not out of nowhere because he literally had him uh, in the ring for about 10 seconds before he did it. Right? Let's be honest, none it. of his RKOs now are from out of nowhere because... If he's in the ring, you know he's going to hit you with one. Part of that time on Jinder, I think it was, where he just literally... Out of nowhere, come out, out, out of the camera. Was it Jinder or was it... He did one on Jinder, he also did one on Aiden. No, it was on Rusev. He did on one Rusev, on Aiden English yeah. as well. Yeah. But uh, I think... Um, uh, what was that? Yeah, um, I do wonder, because they also announced that Kevin Owens will be up against Shinsuke Nakamura for replacing the team next week. Yeah. So I do wonder, like, if... Sami Zayn's not in the team. You would imagine Kevin Owens probably isn't going to be in the team. And, and then they, in, in that what case, what do they do with them? Yeah. Unless maybe Sami Zayn goes to Shane or Daniel next week and being whining heels, saying, look, he low-blowed me, showing the clip. Yeah. Um, like, get a second chance or whatever. But yeah, other than that, I don't know what... Randy Orton. Well, he's always in the Survivor Series matches and you're Randy Orton. And they made Survivor Series point. is like his thing. Yeah, they made quite a big point of how well he needs to retire. <laughs> really? That might be a bit premature. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm done with him. Randy Orton. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not his greatest fan, but Randy I think, Orton, I think he, he needs to retire. Says on, um, I'm done he, with he Randy was Orton. on um, Edge and Christian's podcast a couple of weeks ago, and he basically said, "Look, I there just... are other podcasts out there." Yep. Oh <laughs> my god. And he basically just said, oh, "I'm just waiting for this face run to be over, man. I can't wait to be <laughs> He was just like, was like, just hate it. He doesn't know. He hate it. But it's not enjoyable. Can't wait for it to be over, basically. He is a bit of an arsehole, though. You yeah, can he just is. tell he's a. That's why he should be a heel all the time. I think. He's so much better as a heel. Uh, but hey ho, he's in, the, he's in the Survivor Series team. He's the only member of the team so far, right? That's... Yeah. yeah, he's the only member of this whole match. Oh, yeah. yeah, the whole match. <laughs> just him on his own. Just him on his own. I do wonder who Kurt was going to announce as his uh, number one team. Um, but we can talk Jason about Jordan. it. Probably just Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan's going in that team, isn't he? Oh, God. I'd be surprised 
At oh, the same would time, it? Booker would T would lose his <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we've crept back onto Raw from SmackDown. Because um, SmackDown was that shit this it week. Wasn't, that's it wasn't great, was it? I mean, I mean, Raw definitely was, thumbs down. Raw was uh, up and down in parts, but then a big up from me for the end. I know a lot of people have hated on it on Twitter. Um, I thought it was good and it was a surprise. Whereas, like people returning isn't a surprise anymore. Yeah, because they get spotted. Apart from Kane. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I just say, and I, I said this a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago, maybe that the go-home shows before pay-per-views have been lacklustre for the last kind of year or so, but it's always the show the night after. Show after, yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Some, and that was, again, the case this week. Maybe yeah. they're trying to make it up, because like, obviously the roar after WrestleMania is like the best roar of the year. Maybe they're trying to make it a thing, so after an event, thing is gonna ha- something's going to happen. Yeah, so yeah, the the, the go homes have definitely been. Because you know what Vince is like once he sees something that he likes, like he'll do butt. it to death. Or... He is over it. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah Sorry, I led us down a path that I couldn't get us back That's from. Um, and we're over this week. Recap. So yeah, Vince gets. Over stuff very quickly, and we're over this recap of SmackDown Live because, as we say, it wasn't that great. No, no response from Raw, no retaliation. Uh, so I guess we'll just wait and see what happens on Raw on Monday. <laughs> oh, one thing we should probably have touched on is the little hints of dissension between Daniel Bryan and Shane. Oh yeah, so there was that sort of theme ran through the show where Daniel Bryan basically questioned why Shane had done, ordered what he ordered to happen without, without any consulting Daniel yeah, Bryan, input. who wouldn't have agreed with that. Because you know, Daniel Bryan's the ultimate babyface, um, so yeah, there was that running through the running through the show. Shane basically saying like, look, sometimes I have to take matters into my own hands. It's part of my job description. Yeah, and Daniel Bryan basically could, saying he has to deal with the consequences because that's part of Shane's job. Description. Could Daniel Bryan cost SmackDown the? Again, I'd be very surprised. Yeah. What would be his reasoning? He's he's got a job there. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, but isn't his contract? His contract is up soon. It's not until about 2018, is it? 2018, yeah. It's early in 2018, though, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not sure. But then, again, at the end of the night, uh, Shane Shane was like, great, got Randy Orton in the team, we've had no retaliation from Raw, and Daniel (laughs) O'Brien was like, well, not yet. Yeah, not yet. (laughs) And he basically said, well, they will do, and when they do, I'm not dealing with it, you're dealing with it. (laughs) See you later. Because it's in your job description. Yeah. Um, So there is that. that I would love that if... They turned up and Daniel Bryan was like, well, see you later. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all back here, guys, actually. Yeah. I'll show you where the locker room is. Shame at man's office is just down the hall. <laughs> um, so, right, yeah, so that's SmackDown. Uh, pretty much a thumbs down, unfortunately. Um, and that's pretty much all, ta- all we've got time for uh, this week. No quiz, unfortunately, because someone forgot the cards. Um and yeah, we'll we'll work again on trying to get our Survivor Series. Now we're approaching Survivor Series, uh, more topical maybe to get our Survivor Series teams out there. So we will be focusing on the Attitude Era at some point. Maybe next week, Matt, if you're around. If I'm around, if I might be around. around. Uh, if not, we'll we'll maybe delay. We're never going to finish these teams. <laughs> well, we will. We've only got but... three years left, and we're never going to finish them. But I don't want you to do it on your own because you definitely will put the rock. In. <laughs> The Rock's going to go in either way. No, he's not. He could be a sub, but he's not going in. There's such a figure of a sub. He can be a sub, just in case anyone gets meningitis or whatever it is. (laughs) 
Uh, right on that note then, Matt, where can people find you on social media? At the Bear M Bumby. On Twitter, right? On Aiden, Twitter. how about you? You can find me on Twitter at Aiden Bunker, that's A-I-D-A-N. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at AliBunker88. Uh, and don't forget to follow, retweet, do whatever, do something uh, on Twitter Come for us at, us at the underscore PWP. And Even if Instagram. it's just criticism, <laughs> we can take it. And on Instagram uh, at the People's Wrestling Podcast. Um, yeah, just get involved. We'd love to hear, love to hear from you guys. Uh, so that's about all we've got time for. Anything else from you, Aiden? AOB, any other business? No, not no, at all. Nothing from you, Matt? Nope. Nothing from you. Uh, Nothing from me either. So that's goodbye from the team at PWP. We'll see you next week.